Twin Cities food and music critic, Ali Elabadi. Ali, thanks for being here. We'll get to State Fair Foods in a bit because I'm sure you have a lot to say about that because I saw lots of desserts on the menus. Yes, there are. It's summertime. Everybody is on the water. Seafood is such a, a popular summer food. Let's talk a little bit about that. First question, before we get into some of your favorite seafood places, do you believe that all seafood should be grilled or is it okay to bread and deep fry it? Ooh, see, that that is the $60,000 question, to be honest, because it depends on what you're cooking up. That's like my favorite answer. I'd say with certain fishes, talking about your tunas and your uh, salmons and stuff like that, you can go either way with. You can either go with broiling them or grilling them. I don't know that I've had either of those fried, to be honest with you. So I can't really uh, speak to the legitimacy of of them being fried. However, when we're talking like stuff like catfish and when we're talking about stuff like shrimp and stuff like that, that's got to be deep fried in my view. No better way, right? Okay. You are hiding the delicious, tasty flavor of the seafood in a bunch of fat and breading and all of that kind of stuff. We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one, Ali. But, but, but <laughs> I'll let you have that one. No. Okay. Pun intended. Let's dive into some of your favorite seafood places and yes. uh, any dishes that you would recommend. What are some of your favorites? Start out with uh, Martina, a very elegant seafood spot located over on Upton Ave in Minneapolis. I mean, if you've ever had their spaghetti fra di volo with uh, lobster and tomato, roasted Fresno peppers, basil, and cumin, it's a no-brainer. It's fantastic. It's almost like a a Cajun seafood Alfredo without like any of the burnt Cajun tendencies. So can't hate that. Another one that's on, on the list, Smack Shack. I mean, like the lobster rolls and the lobster mac and cheese there. I mean, who can say no to that? It's it's fantastic. It's delicious. It's savory. It's all the things that you want inside, like, you know, something that's going to be satiating to the appetite, so to speak. Seafood um, lover's favorite word seems to be lobster. As soon as you mention lobster, the bat signal goes up, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> In addition to that, I mean... For sushi, there's two spots, Karonomise over on First Ave in Minneapolis, fantastic artisanal sushi. They make the sushi that's worth having the experience for. It makes you feel like you're in Tokyo at a sushi spot where the sushi was just caught and like fish is being fresh prepped in, in front of you with the rice and stuff like that. It's fantastic stuff. Another spot is Caccio, which has two locations in both St. Paul and Minneapolis. Fantastic sushi all around. Like you can't go wrong with either of those spots, whether it's Caccio or Karonomise. I do eat seafood. I'm mostly plant-based, but I will every once in a while for a special occasion. For people who are not sushi eaters who have never eaten sushi, what's your advice around wrapping your brain around eating raw fish? I think the first thing is to dispel the notion that sushi has to be raw fish. That's That's the first thing. I know that a lot of people are super apprehensive because they think sushi equals raw fish and raw fish is like a huge no-no, especially because of like, you know, things of that nature and stuff like that. And it kind of worries one's stomach as far as that's concerned. However, the key to sushi is to just read the ingredients and know what you're getting into. There's a lot of good vegetarian sushis that are on there, such as your California rolls and stuff like that, which are usually made with avocado, cucumbers, and like a good spicy mayo atop it to help kind of like set things off like baby steps at a time. 
And then like from there, you can go into your like fryer cracker rolls, which consist of like deep fried tempura shrimp, as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned, or eat it from there, as far as that's concerned. Tempura might be my one exception to the, you should always eat your seafood grilled instead of fried. I really do love a good tempura. I'm saying talking about the fried variety of seafood, uh, the anchor fish and chips over in Northeast Minneapolis, you're just looking for a standard, like all reliable fish and chips. That's, that's the spot for it. As far as that's concerned. One that doesn't get enough props is uh, Meritage over in downtown St. Paul. Known for some awesome seafood, such as their smoked salmon rayette with the horseradish dill panna cotta and house-made potato chips as a dipping utensil. Can't go wrong with that. For a main entree, they have the Florida Rock Shrimp and Crab Risotto, which is sets off any appetite right. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. Risotto is an amazing word. I wish I could make it at home. I can't get it quite like they can in the restaurant. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or as Gordon Ramsay would say, risotto. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring him up. I'm glad that you did. Thanks, Ali. <laughs> If worse comes to worse, and this will be my lone argument for the deep fried argument, okay. sea salt eatery will change your life and your mind when it comes to deep fried seafoods. The tacos there, get out of here. Best things in town. Sea salt's in my neighborhood. I make at least one trip a year or more if I can, but I will tell you, I get the grilled catfish po' boy when I go there, and I am very proud of myself for doing that, and it is delicious, and I think everyone's missing out by getting the fried stuff. The po' boys are a thing of marvel and beauty there. That we can agree on. Yeah. Okay, we got to get to the big food story of the week is brand new foods from the Minnesota State Fair. They put out a list. It was almost 40 foods. I know you wrote an article on that. You could, that's been out. You can find it by following Ali on Twitter. Felt like I saw a couple of trends with the new foods. One, more breakfast foods. Two, a big list of vegan foods. Anything that you noticed and uh, anything that you're looking forward to tasting? You know, one thing that I'm noticing, especially with State Fair Foods this year, is the move towards uh, giving the international foods more time in the spotlight. I think like when people go to the State Fair, as far as that's concerned, there's the old reliables such as the corn roast and the corn dogs and the turkey legs and stuff like that. But like the international foods are not to be slept on either as far as that's concerned. I mean, like visiting the International Bazaar or the food building or like the Midtown Global Market food booths inside Mm -hmm. the State Fair, those are like the best spots to visit. And those are the best places to try your hand some wonderfully delicious and exotic foods, to be honest. I was looking at the list of new foods and I felt like I just spend the whole day at the International Bazaar and not eat a cheese curd, even though they're my favorite. Do you have a a staple favorite that you're going to get no matter what? You know, my staple favorite is like one that is kind of boring by a lot of conventional standards, but I got to get it every time. And they're right across from the corn roast is like, there's a spot, I, I forget its name and that's the sad part, but Every year they have the same exact thing. It's shaved beef on like what seems like a hot dog bun as far as that's concerned. And they will top it with cheese, onions, and peppers, almost like a Philly cheesesteak type deal as far as that's concerned. But it's fantastic. It's a a filling sandwich to kind of get you through the day. And it's really awesome and uh, decadent as far as that's concerned, especially when that cheese is dripping off the sandwich. So good. We'll get posted online (laughs) so that everybody can find this gluttonous sandwich that's going to be at the Minnesota State Fair this year. The calories are going on to my body already just thinking about all this tasty food. Uh, Ali, do you got anything coming up that we should be have our, our ears out for or eyes out for? 
Well, I mean, as of right now, uh, nothing so far. If people want to check it out, I kind of outlined some of my favorite state fair food picks. People can check that out as far as that's concerned by just following me on my socials. A couple of things that I'm excited about in particular over at Hot Indian Foods are the Kulfi. Okay. Uh, which is uh, Indian-based ice cream, as far as that's concerned. It's different from a lot of other ice creams in the sense that it's not made with like cream and milk. It's made with more sweetened condensed milk. So it kind of looks like a popsicle to the untrained eye, but it's just as equally flavorful. Kofi is going to be at Hot Indian Foods and they're going to have like several different flavors. I would look out for the mango one if, if people are interested in it because- okay. It's a good sweet summer treat and everybody likes fruit, right? So the mango kofi is going to be the way to go. One thing that's exciting that we both hyped out over is the Union Monk Kitchen as a state fair food, right? Yes, because I haven't been able to make it to the restaurant yet. And they said they were going to do some rice and, and meat, but like they have plenty of vegan options too. I can't wait. The beverage that's going to be there is going to be amazing. That's made out of like a coconut milk, a lychee syrup, uh, mint and lime. It's almost supposed to be like a kind of like a Hmong version of the pina colada, which sounds exotic oh. and delicious. Yes, I'm hungry yeah. already. And the exactly. state fair is only 40 some days away, Ollie. Yep, 41 days. Twin Cities food and music critic, Ali El thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it.